Hey guys, as you know, Christmas is just around the corner. And what if we put a little bit more purpose into our gift giving? What if you got your bestie a brand new study to help her dive into the word of God? What if you got her some cute merch that helped her evangelize in Trader Joe's? I mean, come on, head to forthegirl.com. You'll find Bible studies, cute merchandise, and so many more resources to help you, your grandma, your bestie, everybody encounter Jesus every single day. We have a code for 15% off for our podcast listeners. It's podcast fam, F-A-M, like family. So head to forthegirl.com and get shopping. Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. I'm so excited Hello. because it's Thanksgiving around here in the For The Girl world. Uh, and in the whole world, actually. In the whole world, not <laughs> just the, the For The Girl world. <laughs> and I'm getting ready to eat on Thursday. Oh, let me tell you. Tell us about your Thanksgiving plans, Ken. (laughs) What are your Thanksgiving plans? Where are you headed? I'm going to the Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. Nice. Where we are having Thanksgiving with my family. Wow, that's so fun. And it's going to be nice and cozy. I'm just envisioning myself on a screened in porch. Cuddled up with a blanket the steam and a of your charcuterie coffee. board. Oh, a charcuterie board. <laughs> yes. Love it. Wow. Not the coffee. I'm already jumping to She's the jumping meal. To the meat. The pre-meal. The meat. The meat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to ask me what I'm doing okay, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, sorry. Actually, oh. no. Um, just, let's move on. I was waiting. Let's talk about our tour dates. We have a tour coming up. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Mac. <laughs> Wait, but that's very exciting. It's very exciting. So exciting, I didn't want to talk about your Thanksgiving plans, (laughs) but now I do. I change my mind. I do. Okay, guys, stay on the edge of your seats. (laughs) We're about to talk about tour. Here we go. Um, I'm actually going to Cincinnati for Thanksgiving. First Thanksgiving, first holiday away from the family. Did you guys just hear that? I'm going to my boyfriend's family for Thanksgiving. I literally didn't know this. so That's why I was waiting for you to ask me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. The whole fam... Not spending Thanksgiving with my family. You know? How do you feel about that? Um, we, we're not a big Thanksgiving family, so I feel okay about it. And oh, then yeah. on Saturday, we're meeting my family in the mountains for like to get our Christmas trees and all the things. So, oh, like right after? Yeah, right after. So you're practically split. Yeah, but I'm going for nine days. Holy. I know. That's Pretty a fun. long time. I know. Okay. Yep. That's my Thanksgiving plans. When you listen <laughs> to this, so I am in Cincinnati. Okay. In case y'all are wondering. Okay. I am in Missouri. <laughs> in case you are wondering. We, they were Please wondering. Don't us. Okay, guys. Okay. Let's talk about it because last Tuesday or last Wednesday, we released the 2022 For the Girl Tour dates. It's been two years since we've been on tour, but we're yes. back, baby. We are back. Okay. So for those of you that don't haven't been to a tour time raise your hand raise your by raise of the hands wow so many of you so many of you have I'm never so been excited to have you there and we don't just sit on stage and make funny jokes it's actually a really <laughs> powerful night of worship yeah. so this is how the night's going down we're gonna have an awesome worship band coming with us we're gonna They're get amazing. to worship the lord mac is bringing a word a of word. encouragement 
And we are going to be goofy. There's probably going to be something super embarrassing that will go down and be planned. Something yep. like a dance. Yep. I don't know. Something like a... Yep. Who knows? Who knows? But it's going to be so freaking good. You guys, really, we wanted to... We go on tours that we so much believe in like a moment of encounter with God. Like I know so many of you guys listening are probably going through something tough. Um, and even if you aren't, it's so important to have a moment where you can just like lay it all at the altar, yeah. like a renewal, a refresh, a restart. And like, we really believe that happens yeah. in an atmosphere of worship. And so we so wanted good. to create this like super natural space full of women so we can feel so comfortable to just be ourselves, raise our hand to worship. It's going to be so fun. Okay. Mac turned me up. Oh, no, yes. I'm not. At all. Okay. I just, I that was excitement. Were... Okay. Oh, I was yeah. flashing my hands with excitement yeah. because this year our theme for tour is uh, freedom looks good That's on you, right. which is based off of um, our study that we just put out. If you haven't seen it for the girl.com, it's super cute. It's amazing and powerful. And yes, really so what we want to do is I think there's so many things that have left us in bondage, things of this world that we have almost become enslaved to and they control yeah. us. And we believe that through the name of Jesus, through the power of Jesus, you can be set free and yes. you actually get to live in freedom with Jesus. And there's nothing better than that. And so, yeah. We think that there is a daily pursuit of that. There's, you know, getting in the word, doing that study, really like mm -hmm. having daily moments with Jesus day in, day out. But then also there are those encounter moments you talk about, Ken's, where like yeah. we need a special, unique, set apart moment with God where God can really break the chains once and for all on yeah. something that has held us down in our life. And so if if you're needing freedom, like please, please, please get a ticket. Uh, our vision, like what we love is if you gathered a group of women like in a city wherever you live hop in a like big car caravan yes. down it will be hopefully, worth your time yeah hopefully we're coming to a city near you last or a couple of years ago we had girls drive like eight hours even yes. to come and so we want you there tickets are only ten dollars you can get them so cheap at forthegirl.com are you um, saying ten dollars for an encounter a life-changing that's what i'm Jesus? saying and we and guys we if really you come just want you there if you come we're gonna meet you like we literally talk to every single person we love hanging if out you with you can't afford a ticket dms dms we got you we girl. got you girl and also so yeah so we will get to hang out with you we'll get to chat all the things yes. we also have vip tickets which you need hey to check out all the perks of getting to be a vip it's pretty cool and we're so Front excited row, guys so that is all happening next year february 2022 so head over to for the to see all the details get a group of girlfriends come to tour and then the other thing we wanted to tell you is that we have all of our uh holiday sales coming up in the next week we got black friday cyber monday giving tuesday are you a crazy black friday girl uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious where are you going shopping this year well I just like the hype like I like to go out with I like to be up and go and do the thing like, like my mom and there sister in the night in the dark night. I'm gonna be in Cincinnati so oh, I don't know sad. sorry to bring it up sorry I don't know it <laughs> it's are okay. you gonna ask me if I'm a Black Friday girl Kent are you a Black Friday girl no I don't like to shop very much. Oh, but I think I've said it on the podcast before, but when she shops, she <laughs> shops till she drops. I really want a sauna though. So I am going to be checking out. Oh, like, are there some sales? Wayfair. Sauna sales. Yeah, there might be. Like any wow. of those big purchases do make yeah. sense on Black Friday. That's true. That's true. So, anyway. But if you're looking for Christmas presents, please check out For the Girl. We've got awesome, cute merch, Bible studies. They make great presents for your mom, your sister, your friends, your roommates, it's all like the things. It's like the best Christmas gift ever. And yeah. Get it for cheap on Black Friday. So.
So yeah. let's go. We're going to have great sales. Check it out again, forthegirl.com. So you guys got a lot to do at forthegirl.com. Holy. You got to get your tour tickets and you got to get some presents for your for fam. Forthegirl.com or link in bio. You know how it goes. Yes. Um, but we are super excited for our guests today, you guys. Yes. We have Grace Valentine. That is her real last name, in case you're curious. So cool. She's amazing. We um, met her recently and she's just a bundle of if joy. If your last name was going to be a holiday, what would your last name be? Definitely that. Mackenzie yeah. Valentine. Yeah. Definitely. Not like Mackenzie Fourth of July. <laughs> no. Well, oh, President's Christmas Day. is cute, actually. Mackenzie Christmas. This is, that's, that's like cute. the dumbest question. Please never ask that again <laughs> to somebody. First day. Okay, if moving on. If Tell us about Grace. name was a holiday, what would it be? <laughs> Tell us about Grace. Okay, Grace is incredible, though, you guys. She's an author. Um, and has the best personality ever. She also has a podcast and it's incredible. She really speaks to... Which is getting a makeover, she said. It's getting a makeover right now, which I love. Yeah. I can't wait to see the makeover. I know. I'm on the edge of my seat. I know. Like, whoa, podcast makeover. Uh, Yeah, but she's incredible, you guys. She actually speaks to a, a lot of our age demographic and she has so much to say. She's talking about uh, struggling with just her her journey with her body image and what that has looked like for her. And it's so real, raw, honest. You guys are going to get so much through this. So yeah. I'm so excited. So many words in this one. You're going to want to grab like a little journal, jot some things down, maybe in your phone, wherever you want to do it. But um, we're so excited to dive into our conversation with Grace. Okay, guys, I'm so excited to tell you about one of my favorite Christmas resources, and it is Elfster. Elfster is the best thing in the world when it comes to secret Santa gift exchanges. We do this every single year at the Delight HQ. Our entire team, we use Elfster to draw names for our secret Santa. It's one of my favorite things. And Elfster is the number one secret Santa app in the world. You can create a free gift exchange to make gift giving 10 times easier. You just set the date and the budget and Elfster will take care of the rest. I mean, they even draw names for you. So no spoilers here. No surprises. You know that it's going to be an amazing gift exchange. It brings family and friends together no matter where they are. You can even do it virtually. You can add gifts to your wish list from all your favorite brands, including Amazon, Etsy, Nordstrom, Sephora, Zappos. If you need some new shoes, all you got to do is go to elster.com or download the app. It makes it so easy to share your wish list with family and friends. Everybody gets the gift that they want this Christmas and you got to do it. So use Elster for your secret Santa gift exchange this Christmas season. Grace, we are so pumped to have you on the For The Girl podcast. We are going to jump right in. We do this fun thing at the beginning of most For The Girl episodes. It's called Three Minute Tea. So basically what you what you have to do is you have three minutes and Mac is setting a I'm timer. getting the timer ready. Oh, yes. goodness. It sounds fun. Yes. yes. <laughs> a little scary, but fun. Yeah. So Grace, we picked two two topics yep. for you and you get to pick which topic you'd rather you'd rather spill the tea on but basically you have three minutes to spill the tea on that we'll ask you questions and keep you going if you okay, get stuck cool. you'll keep it going but I'm, by okay. tea we really want we like, want the, the tea yeah like the, the tea i can details. i can give you the tea okay <laughs> all right ken tell her her topics all right you get to choose between your current Love life? Oh, wow. Or or I guess that could be your current love life or lack thereof. You could just talk about that. You could talk about that. Or your worst date 
story. We're really going oh, on the goodness. theme of relationships. Yes. Yes. Do, do you have a preference? I think I'll talk about my current love life. Ooh, um, I like it. I'm not stirring too much shade against anyone. I'm joking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. So okay. I'm ready. All right, Grace. The timer begins and um, three minutes on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay. Do, you, do I wait for a question or do I start <laughs> talking? No, you guys, I, I think just start talking. Tell us about your, your current <laughs> love life your current dating life grace so honestly i'm young 25 i'm single which i'm sure there's a lot of single girls who follow this ministry so i know what it feels like to feel like there's no good fish in the sea you have to keep reminding yourself every day is a pep talk like there's got to be another one out there you know um (laughs) i would say i go on dates sporadically i like to keep that private on like my own personal instagram ministry but like it's hard like you know i've tried dating apps like i know a lot of girls have i feel like i feel like a lot of christians get scared to say that but i see nothing wrong with it but it also can be so like you, it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, there's other people in the world. And you're like, oh my gosh, no, there isn't. Like, you're like, this yeah. is as good as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> but I just had a Halloween party. So some of my guy friends came to that. So obviously I was like looking around trying to be like, okay, so funny you say this, Grace. I was thinking in my head because I saw your costume. If you saw her costume, it was iconic. It was, oh, uh, I need to what's see. What's the, the American Girl doll book? The love Care of Keeping You. Care of Keeping You. It was like that puberty you. book every girl got. Yes. Like 11, Do you, you, once you see the cover, you'll know. Okay, I'm looking right now. But she had on like a little bathrobe, like the little towel wrap thing or whatever. Oh. And I was thinking in my head, I was about to ask you, did you, were there any cute boys at the Halloween party or anything? Like any, any yeah, good so combos? house it was at my house too so that was like a lot of pressure because you're like everyone's coming my house is a pink dorm like very but also yeah i was dressed like this puberty book so girls knew it (laughs) the girls thought they're like oh i get it but all the guys are like can you explain where you are and i'm like okay um i just broke that taught us about how our boobs grow and like how to put a tamp on it you know like like, i i didn't know how to say it but there was there was some cute boys there and so i definitely had some options i felt like but also there was plenty of good guy friends i feel like i've always had a lot of guy friends so it's easy for me to almost be like oh y'all are my friends and then i'm like wait did i just friends in myself which i feel like a lot of girls do yeah Um, and so that's that's kind of the tea on that that's i have another question for you uh, on your love life so what is something that you are currently looking for in a guy that the you of like three or four years ago wasn't looking for well, I love that question. I think I like as I got older, I just really like nerds. Like I kind of like the nerdy type more. Yes. As I get older. And I don't know. You go from being in college, hoping like crossing your fingers, you'll get taken on SAE Catholic formal, you know, and then you like <laughs> grow up and you're like, that was like, those were not fun. Like I would never want to be put in those situations again, like where you have to like decide where you're sleeping you know like you just those are not anymore what you're looking for and like who you want to be with and so I think definitely like more dirty someone who's like ambitious and successful I feel like in college your view of success is who's cool you know and same with high school whatever age and so as you get older you're like wait I want someone who's like working hard with the gifts God has given them and is passionate and it's also just passionate about something like they go to they like I don't want someone who hates their job or can't find purpose in their job yeah that's your just, timer grace oh no but you oh, finish, I, well, but finish that thought me. finish that thought yeah we, we'll, we'll hear I, that. Think, I feel like it's just very hard i think as girls especially when you are more ambitious which i think girls it's 2021 we have the most opportunities we've ever had like we should chase that we should break the glass ceilings we should work really hard achieve our dreams we should also find guys who wake up every day and realize 
that each day that they have, God has given them in their job is a place of discipleship. And mm-hmm. I don't want someone who's dreading to go to work. I want someone who has their own dreams, can see like the fruit in like their every day, not in their one day. And if that's not someone who's chasing that and has the ambition to see that and to see God at work in their job and their occupation, then I don't want it. That's yeah. true. That's right. We call them good old faithful. Yeah, that's here. what we call them. A good old yep. faithful. You know, that guy that's just like, good character yes that all the other girls overlook those are usually the best the best yeah i know i think as you get older yeah once again like i feel like you start like the like the guys i looked at for at 20 i'm like oh my god i would never go back (laughs) yeah you're Um, right Okay, this is amazing. That was we good tea. We love that tea. That was Halloween good tea. Party. I love tea. You're looking your best. <laughs> Maybe I, know, I, I don't know. I was kind of not true. looking my best though. I was like, <laughs> trying to be funny. You know, everyone on Halloween chooses: Am I going to be funny? Am I going to be hot? Or am I going to be cute? Like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. Max it's for sure. Max for sure, hot Halloween dresser. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, she's that kind of girl. It's cool. yeah. It's it's Thanks, a, you can see it in her. Sometimes I do funny, head. and I love being funny for like the Instagram. But then I'm sitting at the party, and I'm like, oh, I wish I did a little like cuter. But then yeah, I'm like, you're like, okay, I, I wish. So much fun. I wish. But no matter what, you're confident. Yes. Like, no, I love that you did that. Yeah, I love that you did that. That's amazing. That's amazing. No, I've never. I just told Kent before that I literally passed out candy with my parents on Halloween. So I love that. Big big time over here. So funny. Yeah. No, I was joking. Anyways, okay. Well, Grace, we are super pumped for this episode. Um, we are talking to the girl who's struggled with her body image. And I know this has been a big part of just your own personal story. So could you just start off by just sharing a little bit about that? What your personal journey with your body image has looked like? Yeah, no, I I body image, I think, especially now that like we're getting into holidays. It's like yeah. no matter what, no matter how old you are, it can feel like triggering this time mm-hmm. of year because, you yeah. know, you're getting the pumpkin pie. Like you're mm-hmm. starting to think like you have to work out to punish yourself. And I feel like I used to look at working out as like a form of punishment mm-hmm. for like what I ate, like what I did or what I looked like. And working out was never a celebration of what my body could do. It was always just a punishment for what I had done or mm-hmm. what I looked like. And yeah. so I just feel like the Lord, well, in high school, or well, in middle school, I was, like, very much the outcast. And that sounds, like, dramatic. It's Everyone's like, okay, whatever. But I'm like, you, if you were bullied in eighth grade, I feel like that, like, carries with you for the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just such sure. a dramatic year. And then when I was in high school, I was like, I remember just, it's so sad. I remember praying to be, like, hot. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. Lord, like, if you make me hot, everything will be good. I know that's secure to it all. Like, people will want to be my friend. And what's mm-hmm. sad is, like, I like starting sophomore year, I didn't get my braces off till junior year of high school, but I started to get slowly hotter, but I was like addicted to using the tanning bed. I was Mm. having eating disorder at that time. I was working out every day, like for like three to four hours. Like a Mm. teacher pulled me outside of class and was like, Grace, all you're talking about is working out and you're dwindling in your size. Like Mm. I just want you to know I see you and I realize that this is going too far. And like, I'm still so grateful she did that. Um, but then I remember it was like, finally I became this cooler, popular girl. And like, I had, I had the great body at that point. Like I was the girl that everyone would be like, how did you do this? And I would never tell them the truth. I would never say like, oh, I'm really not eating. I'm eating maybe one meal a day in Mm -hmm. a granola bar, you know, or I'm throwing up. I would never say that, you know? And so I think I would lie about how I did it. Just said it was hard work. Um, but truth is it was just me just banging my head against the wall, just trying to do everything I could to be hotter. And that was my main goal. Um, and then the sad part is then I still was, it was never enough. You know, I think yeah. when you are obsessed with the body image and trying to be this, the prettiest person in the room, 
you know, the truth is you're not the prettiest you're not the hottest person in the room and like you can never be like that's not something that you should strive to be but also like I always say Gigi Hadid is always going to be hotter than me like there will always be someone <laughs> hotter than me out there like you know there will always be a boy who rejects me but like I have to decide am I going to live for this impossible goal or am I going to choose to be the kindest girl in the room mm-hmm. and so I, I kind of got so good. It was after high school, I started like pouring to more girls. And I think when you're like telling these, I was like telling eighth grade girls, they were beautiful and loved. Mm-hmm. And I was a counselor at a camp. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even believe this myself. Like I'm telling all these girls, these answers that I just graduated high school and I'm still feeling in such a rut. And so I just kind of leaned on scripture. But then honestly, I had a relapse after my first book came out and I was so scared to tell people because I'm sure y'all relate like being in a ministry mm-hmm. position you feel like you have to be this perfect person and like that you can't struggle with these topics anymore. And that's so not true. Mm-hmm. Like you can be like, I always say, if you ever watched a football game, like you can be three touchdowns ahead, but if that fourth quarter sucks, like, you know, it can mm-hmm. change the whole yeah. game. And so same with like your faith, you could do, you could have done halftime. Great. You could have had a great high school. You may not have ever been insecure, but all it takes is turning your eyes away from God yeah. in a couple moments and looking at insecurity or looking at the lies from the world or looking at the guy who rejected you. And suddenly something like that can trickle back in. And so yeah. I like struggled with bulimia even after my first book came out when I was just, it was a control thing. And it was once again, body image, just like struggling mm-hmm. with my relationship yeah. status, my friendships. And I wanted to look a certain way and I was looking at the scale. And so I had to actually go to like Christian counseling and it was mm-hmm. really good for me. But no matter whether you've struggled with something like eating disorder or bulimia, or if you just wake up and you don't like your body, I just feel like it breaks the Lord's heart to have us. When we have two feet and two arms or whatever God has given you, like you've been given this vessel of a body that's so temporary and its purpose isn't to be hot. Its purpose isn't to like be art for other people. Like you're not a product to be reviewed. You're not on Yelp, wait, a restaurant waiting on a five-star rating. You know, like you are someone who is a vessel and who gets to walk in here every day. So yeah, that's I so know good. how this tiring body image can be, but it's like the only cure really is Christ. And it's something you still have to work for and remind yourself truth in every day because mm. it can so creep back in no matter how far, how good your faith is. Like the enemy is always trying to like, steer you away. Yeah, man. Okay. You said so much in there that I was like, yes, so so good. So many, I have so many questions, but, um, one of the things I think that you talked about, um, was you were saying like, you know, I might not be the hottest girl in the room, but I can be like the nicest girl. I can be the kindest girl in the room. And I was thinking about, Ken's and I talk about this a lot. Body image is just so not a singular thing. It's almost like we all experience it as a group, like as a group of women, we we're all in it together. And I think sometimes we think about it in such like a singular mindset. I'm like, Oh, it's, it's an internal struggle, but I think there's actually a lot of freedom that comes when we like get with other women and we're real about it and we're honest about it and we talk about it. And I I was thinking about how we met and we actually met you grace at this conference thing that was like a bunch of really cool people in this room that we, we actually like the, there was like a group of five or six girls of us standing around talking about how we were all like, we feel like we're not cool enough to be here in this room (laughs) and how that was just such a cool moment because it's, I think it, it brings a lot of freedom. It brings a lot of like, it disarms people when you can be so real and raw about, you know, insecurities. And I think that's such a thing in body image. I wish more women, we'd almost think about the way that we talk about our bodies because it so affects how other people then see their own bodies as well. And I wish we'd almost think about it, how we can be in it together. And so I don't know if you've experienced that, Grace, at all, but like 
What does that look like to kind of like, um, I don't know, just stop being the girl in the room who's causing other girls to like be insecure about their body and start being the girl in the room who's like yeah. helping girls to get freedom from like yeah. struggling with body image. Yeah, no, it's so true. I think I like I grew up and even if this family member didn't mean to, like I had a family member who was always talking about how insecure they were about their body. And like I can look back and see how that like reflected on me, you know, because it's like when you mm. hear someone else, like if you're not in a good spot, I think you have to speak like you have to let the lies that you're struggling with be removed. Like you have to get those out. Like you have to confess those in order for truth to come in your heart because like it's like your lies yeah. and truth are kind of like, like oil and water, like they don't mix in. Like you can't just put both of them in and hope it all works out. You know, you have to release the lies. Like you have to admit that this is what you're struggling with. But you also, I think the first thing to understand is that you are struggling. Like you don't want to stay there. You know, you have to yeah. say like, I don't want to be feeling icky every time I eat a slice of pumpkin pie. Like I don't want to look in the mirror and hate myself. Like I'm struggling and I want freedom. You know, yeah. I think a lot of times we look in the mirror before formal and we're like, do I look fat? Like you're not looking for freedom. You're looking for comparison are you looking for just a temporary fix of just a compliment you know and a compliment will make you feel better for a second but it won't actually give you the freedom and so yeah. I think for me especially it's about not playing I know a game a lot of times girls play um that almost makes it worse is like if you if you know you were dating a guy and then he leaves you and or ghosts you and then he has a new girlfriend he posts on Instagram like the first thing a lot of times girls will do is click on that girlfriend and then they'll show that profile to their friend and they'll say, do you think she's prettier than me? Like, ah, and like we do the whole, like, Oh my gosh, no, like Stacy, like you're so much prettier. You're so much hotter than her. Like you're, you've such a better body. You have such a better eye smile. And in that moment, like you're only causing more comparison and more lies for yourself. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're creating more of that tension. And so I think just as friends, when it comes to how to support each other, it's just to admit you're struggling and admit that you want freedom. You don't want comparison. Like you yeah. don't want fake compliments. You want, you want to be free from this. Like you don't want to be stuck in this bondage. Yeah. And I think especially when it comes to like how to support your friends is being the kindest person in the room. Like I think like at the end of the day, when we all die, I always remind myself like if I go if my funeral, if all I found out people were talking about me was that like I was really hot and like really cool. I'd be like, that's the lamest funeral I've ever been to. Like, you know, like when people are just like, oh my gosh, she really, her body was so good. I'd be like, ew, get out of the room of the church, you know? But if people are like at my funeral one day saying like, wow, Grace left a legacy of love, of kindness. Yeah. Like when Grace was in wow. the room, I wasn't focused on her body. I was thinking, oh, I'm so glad Grace is here because she'll talk to me. She'll be a friend to everyone. Like that's wow. who I want to be. And so that's something I have to remind myself, especially. Yeah, so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, tell me, Grace, through the process of just struggling, uh, struggling with your eating disorder, what was like... What was, what did it feel like, sound like, like, could you take us back to like the realness of that, what it looked like to be in friendships, like just walk us through that a little bit, the lies you were believing, the temptations you had. Um, I think it's important to just like surface that for any listeners. Yeah. Well, in high school, I think it was like eating a granola bar for lunch and staying busy. Like I was always, I was like class president, especially like in my senior year and I would just always have an excuse as why I wasn't eating lunch. You know, I'd be like, oh, I have to go to the broadcast room. Oh, I have to do this. Or I would just run around and talk to a lot of different groups, you know? Um, mm. And so I think sometimes our, our thoughts are just trying to like consume ourselves with other things to not focus on our own health, you know? Um, and I, I do that purposefully. I even like, remember, this is like so pathetic. This is so like, and this is so not like 
a good godly thing. I had went to Africa the summer before my senior year and I brought like this little lunchbox the kids use because it was so tiny. And I said I was using that as my lunchbox for the year as like a <laughs> metaphor. But yeah. I, I wasn't doing it for any symbolism for the kids. Like I was doing it because <laughs> I wanted the small lunchbox that would only fit a granola bar. Like, you know, mm. like, and I was just doing, I was making everything about like, I would try to excuse it by having another reason. I don't know. It was just a mm. lot of different things. Um, and then I also would, I would kind of give people hints. Like, I mean, like my teacher who saw me, she's like, Grace, all you talk about is all your workout classes and working out. And I really haven't seen you looking for lunch. I remember being so excited. Someone finally noticed. Wow. Like, I think, I think people are always scared to like suggest that someone's doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, don't just go up to someone and be like, you're so skinny. I think you're anorexic. Like, that's not, that's not mm. true. Like, you know, but if you have tangible things like, hey, I've noticed that this is all you're talking about. Like, hey, I've noticed that you don't really eat at lunch. I promise you that person will feel more seen than ever before. Like, mm. I was like, finally, someone noticed. Like, someone saw me. Like, and I didn't tell her immediately. You're right. Like, let's fix it. I was yeah. like, no, I'm good. But I went home and I remember being like, so I told my parents, I was like, oh my gosh, Miss Parker thinks that like I have an eating disorder. Like I was just trying to tell anyone to like wow. grab onto that. And I think especially in my relapse, it became more of a control thing. And I think mm. it kind of becomes a secret that you feel like you have, you know? Yeah. Um, and when I was doing like, I would binge, I'd Uber Eats like a big like Zaxby's meal and then I immediately feel regret. And it was because a lot of times I was like, oh, I'm intermittent fasting. I'm only eating like, <laughs> like, two big meals a day all before like 6 p.m. And then I would eat a really big meal and then I'd be like, my stomach would hurt and I would start lies in my head. Like you shouldn't have eaten that much. That was such an idiot. Like no wonder like you're not getting the results you want to see. Mm. And then I knew how to make myself throw up. And I think especially the party culture in college, when you tell kids to throw up their alcohol or purpose the night before, like I think that kind of led to that more because I started like really knowing how to make myself throw up because of being a party girl for a little bit of college. And so mm. um, I kind of was like, I know how to like, what is it like puke and rally? Like, you mm. know, like that's like quite you kind of saying those things. And so I was purposely making myself throw up in yeah. that. And I think just before just beating myself up with regret and just like binging, I mean, I ate a lot in those moments and then I threw it up. And I remember even Googling does your calories go away? And I was so mm. pissed because I remember seeing not all of them do. And I was like, what the heck? That's so stupid. Like, mm. and but like, it was also my secret. And I had to, con I had to like first confess to like my roommate. I was like, hey, I just want you to know I've been doing this. Like I'm going to a counselor now. And mm. then she then was on guard of being like, okay, wow. like if I went to the bathroom after I ate, she'd be like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going to the bathroom? And I appreciated it. Um, because you can do all the tricks you want. You can have the, like, the water running while you throw up so no one hears, you know. You can yeah. do all that. But if you don't have a friend, like, or people fighting for you and watching out, it's so easy to turn back. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Wow. Yes. I mean, I think what's so, what is so cool about this whole conversation is, you know, Ken's and I, we run a college women's ministry um, and literally the amount of conversations I've had with girls that are going through this same thing is 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 unreal and it's almost unbelievable and it's crazy that this is something that I think so many women are are walking through and dealing with and struggling with and yeah. I think it's hard sometimes in Christian circles because oftentimes Ken's and I talk about this a lot uh we are not like the like fearfully and wonderfully made kind of girls like I'm gonna put this Christianese <laughs> band-aid on this like really deep mm -hmm. issue and this mm -hmm. really hard thing and mm -hmm. just like 
toss you a Bible verse and say like, go be free of this. And I, I don't think it's that easy, but at the same time, I think that this issue is, is not, it is something that God cares so much about. And it is a spiritual battle. I believe, I believe that it's like a war on your mind in a lot of ways and a war on your heart that the enemy of course is going to try to come in and distract you and get you to believe lies. And so I do think that there is such a, we don't just fight this with just like just practical tips. We also fight this from a spiritual sense, like with God at our side, like God battling or like armoring us up for the battle. And so I don't know, what does that look like for you? Like what's been the like spiritual encouragement and nourishment that maybe helped to shift things? You talked about going to a Christian counselor, like what were the, some of the things that like, maybe some of the truth you started to believe that helped you in this journey? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think something the counselor had me do was write my thoughts. And it was once again, removing those lies before I did that. Like, and then Mm -hmm. she had me later, like write reminders for myself to read before I would like when I have those moments when I'm thinking about throwing up or when I'm thinking about over Mm. just like skipping a meal. Um, and especially like spiritually, I think I just had to like really go to prayer a lot of times and have honest prayers and then have honest conversations about my faith with other people. Because I think sometimes in the Christian narrative, we have tried to be like, once you're Christian, like you accept Jesus Christ. It's like this bibbity bobbity boo kind of like you said, Mm. like that, like, okay, all your struggles go away. Um, and I think I had to be honest prayer with, with, telling other people about my struggles because I'm not meant to be the hero. Like, I think we kind of create this, like, you're this disciple, like, and you are a disciple, but like, you're not the hero Jesus is. Like, you know, you will never save these people. You can point them to Jesus and kind of like in this main character culture world, like we're like, you got to romanticize your life. You're the main character. I got to have to be like, you know, I'm not the main character. Like I have to admit where I need to grow because Christ is my hero and he's the main character in my life. And he's the one who needs to be seen and like, I need to see him. Like it's not about getting my life seen. Um, it's about seeing him. And so like spiritually, yeah. I mean, I, you start just reading scripture, like, and I know we, there's no scripture that just makes it go away, but I think just being consistent and knowing who Jesus is so well that that voice, you know, like yeah. it's not a physical voice, but like before I do something where I'm hurting my body, like, cause Jesus is my friend and he's someone I know, like I've read scripture. I know the words he said before and I know the words he's saying now in my life and speaking into them. Like, I just hear those things now. And yeah. like, that's what it's like, you know, you can like tell what your best friend's voice is like from a mile away. Like you can see her text and you know, it's her text because they're spaced out, they're sporadic or they're not, they're structured, whatever they are. And so mm-hmm. I think just knowing Jesus so well and knowing his word and so oh, like yeah. faithfully going into the word every day so that when you are having those insecure moments, you can fight those battles. Like you can say, no, this is what my Lord says. And it's not going to be a deep voice. It's not going to be like the heebie-jeebies, but like, you'll just know because we know his word. You guys, Mac and I are revealing our favorite energy drink out there. I mean, forget the sugary energy drinks. Who even cares about coffee when it comes to focus? Focus is the best energy drink out there on the market. It's delicious. It's health conscious. It's thoughtfully caffeinated. And it tastes like sparkling water, ladies. Forget these nasty, sugary, gross tasting energy drinks and get yourself some Focus. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugars, zero sweeteners. That's right. Zero, zero 
zero. It's natural caffeine derived from tea that gives you the same boost as eight ounces of coffee. It's refreshing. It's thirst quenching. It's absolutely amazing. They have so many flavors, you guys. Blood orange, mixed berry, cherry Coca-Cola root beer. I mean, the list goes on and on. I know what you're thinking. You're like, where the heck can I get these energy drinks? Well, first of all, they're at 4,000 grocery stores, including Publix, Kroger's, Giant Martins. So you can find one probably near you. But if not, you can go to drinkfocus.com. But here's the kicker. It's focus with a P-H. Drink P-H-O-C-U-S dot com and get yours. We actually have a code for all of our For The Girl listeners so that you can check it out and try the thing. It's F-T-G-20 for 20% off. Again, that's F-T-G-20 for 20% off. Go to drinkfocus.com and try these things. Mm, so good so good I love that yeah staying rooted in scripture and you're right it's sometimes not like just a pretty verse that's gonna like make but it. I, I do want to I do want to say one thing yeah. too because I know there's a lot of girls probably who listening to this who just struggle with body image and don't have like an eating disorder or like anything yeah. crazy um like in their eyes but like it's like just because someone's I think sometimes in the Christian world too we look at someone's testimony and we're like, well, I haven't been through that something that sucky or that hard. Yeah. So like, I can't fully relate. And so something that has helped me a lot too, in just general is like, just because someone's whole body aches, doesn't mean my arm doesn't ache is something mm. I was told once. Yeah. And so like, if you were struggling, just putting on your formal dress, feeling unpretty, like the Lord cares about that too. Like, you know, yeah. like obviously he cares about, and he really hates when girls are going through like eating disorders and bulimia, bulimia and all those things. But like, he also hates the way that you just speak lies against yourself and you compare yourself to people on Instagram and TikTok and like 16 year olds dancing in their swimsuit. And you're wondering why your hips are, don't look like that. Cause they can't, cause you can bear children and she can't like, you know, mm. like he cares about all that. And so I just want that girl listening to this here today to be like, the Lord wants you to go to Jesus too about this. That's like, good. like, even your little issues, because they yeah. can turn to big issues if you don't treat them with freedom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think this topic, maybe more than anything, too, is like just so all consuming. Like, yeah. even for the girl who maybe isn't struggling with it in an extreme way, like, I'm sure even if it's a small thing, she could probably admit that it's like top of mind quite often. And standing in the way of God's voice, standing in the way of being kind mm. to her friends, like standing in the way of her purpose, like her calling, so many things like that. So yeah, so good. Bring it to Jesus. Pray about it. Stay rooted in the word. It's so, so, so powerful. I wanted to and ask, also seek yeah, help. Go ahead. Yeah, like, I mean, counseling has helped me a lot too. I think mm. there's yeah. nothing like this. If anything, I think like when Christ says you are weak, he is strong, like going to those avenues that he has given you, if yeah. I wanted to be honest. So good. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Like what was like the breaking point of like, okay, I need to see counseling and yeah, well, what did that honestly, feel like at first and stuff? Well, first I was praying about it, about how I wanted to see counseling. And then I had a job at the time that had offered me like randomly, they sent emails being like, Hey, if you're this level position, we are, we give you one free counseling session. And so I uh, like added to outsource counselor. Cause I was like, I was stuck in a ministry job where I was like, if I tell anyone I'm struggling with this, Mm. I just feel like they'll they'll think I'm a horrible like leader. They'll think I'm not good enough, like that I'm not in a spiritual place place mm. enough to disciple girls. And I was kind of living with that worry. So then I was like, wait, honestly, this is cool. Someone not part of this church who's outsourced 
and they have to 100% keep my secret because of a contract. Yeah. Like, I think that was like the incentive to me. I was like, I don't trust anyone. And the reason I didn't trust anyone was because of other sins, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I just want someone who's contractually like obligated. But then I, it turned to being more like, oh, I want freedom. You know, it started with like, I want a secret keeper. And then it was like, oh, I want someone to point me to steps and things I can do and that I can go through my reasonings and the conversations I had growing up that maybe caused me to get here in order to have that freedom. And so that was, and I, I talked to one of my friends first and she was like, what's your next step? But I choose my room at the time. And she's like, are you, you going to go counseling? I'm like, yes, this is my day. She goes, okay, I'm praying for you. I thought appointment to be honest. And yeah. she, knows, she knew how hard it was for me to be honest. And just having friends yeah. like that who are holding you accountable to stick with it. Yeah, that's really good. Really good. So much good stuff. Okay. And you mentioned it, Grace, like we're coming up on the holidays here. And I mean, it's just hard. It gets harder around this. You think way more. There's way more like what some people would say temptation of just so many yummy things to eat. You get out of your routine schedules, all the things. And I think this issue can flare up for a lot of girls in this time. And so like, I feel like you're a coach right now, like you're coaching us through. (laughs) So like, what are some practical tips you have? for us just in terms of like this doesn't have to be this like battle this miserable battle and so what are just some ways that we can like prepare ourselves for this season enjoy the season thrive in the season love this season um and not just have this like shame and regret and um just like obsession almost over the next couple weeks yeah well kind of like I said in the beginning I think it's easy like after like Thanksgiving or after Christmas or after like you eat like a great meal with your family, your home and your mom's making like your favorite meal, which is not the healthiest meal, you know, yeah. to just be like, the ne- like after the meal, be like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. This is, and you just start speaking lies to yourself. I think just giving yourself grace, like yes. holidays are about something bigger than like literally the way you look. Like they're about yeah. people joining together. Like the Bible shows that meals have brought people together. However, I also like, think there's nothing wrong with also eating healthy food like that's great for you and like going on a walk I think COVID taught us walks are so fun like I think it really brought the walks back and so don't like sit and watch Netflix all day because that won't make you happy either you know so like move your body and celebrate what your body can do through like working out and through going on walks and through just being able to get out and see the adventure of this world but also like don't like don't forget to give yourself the grace when it comes to meals and stuff. Like these are, yep. you're seeing people that you don't get to see all the time. Like you're sharing meals with people who you may not see it, like or have in your life in five years, you know? Yeah. And so just and give yourself that grace, but also like work out, do your best, like do squats. If that makes you feel a little more like a boss girl, like, you know, <laughs> whatever it may be, but like, don't do that for your own name and to make yourself hotter do it because god has given you this body and this it's great to take care of it and don't do it as a punishment do it because like god wants you to keep your body healthy in a great way and i think yeah. also as silly as it is the most tangible advice and something i've been trying to be better at is just drinking water like, I, like <laughs> i'm always if i'm not dehydrated i'm feeling better you know yeah um and i'm like eating better usually i i love my biggest like food like sweet that I like I don't even like sweets that much but I love coca-cola and I've been trying to like give it up because I'm like it, I don't feel good when yeah. I keep my coke like and so <laughs> like I, I it, so there's nothing wrong it's not like I'm giving it up to be hotter I'm like okay I don't feel like I'm 25 years old and I'm addicted to a soda like a 12 year old boy like you know it's time <laughs> to give it up. and so that's definitely something that I feel like you can make healthy choices but make sure 
the ultimate choice you're choosing is like to see Jesus in your everyday, you know, and that your healthy choices are reflecting your savior and not your desire to be a main character or the hottest or to look different. Yeah. Mm. So good. So good. I love how you touched on both of those things. Like, okay, like take care of yourself, but also like give yourself grace when you eat that thing you'd wish you didn't later oh, like <laughs> i can't wait for some like hash brown casserole all the good oh, that's things so good. Oh, my, when, <laughs> my, my mouth is stuffing. salivating at the moment i haven't had lunch so i'm like oh <laughs> yeah, i'm talking about it all yeah I'll just get you drooling what is your favorite uh thanksgiving uh food yeah you know? oh yeah good question see i actually love stuffing like i like really i know i feel like no one likes stuffing. that's like yeah. my go-to that and mac and cheese and yeah. like um, and I actually like turkey. I'm not so even though I said pumpkin pie, I actually hate pie. I don't Me know too. why. Um, I don't like pumpkin pie. Yeah. I would rather a good cake or a good cookie. And like Same. I love chocolate chip cookies. I always make my cookies during the holiday season for my family. And my secret ingredient, everyone's allowed to try it, is putting pudding mix in your cookie. Mm, wow. Like so you make them from scratch. And it makes them gooey and amazing. Like you that don't make the good. actual you just put the powder, not like literally pudding, but that's amazing. Oh, that's actually good to know because I for sure was going to put the whole pudding thing. Like you were going to just go buy pudding snack I don't know how good that would be. Wait, that's hilarious. That's so amazing. Okay. um, Lastly, Grace, we just wanted to know for our audience uh, just to know you better and to follow along with you and keep up with you. What are some things that you're up to right now? What are you working on? What's next for you? All the things. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, so I'm always on Instagram writing a lot. I write these things called mini books and I just like, I, I am not one of those people who can post one quote. Like I just am not like a one quote girl. It's yeah. a little longer than probably some other people. They're amazing. So oh, good. Sweet. And I love y'all stuff too. I always recommend them. Um, mm. And so I'm rebranding my podcast now. I'm switching up the name. And so that should be released shortly after this podcast is cool. like probably out. And so it's a little delayed. I have, I'm making myself a she shed in my backyard. So that's really exciting. No, you um, are not. What's the vision? Like, like what's one word to yes. describe the aesthetic? <laughs> my house has a my house has a pink door, so I want it to kind of be pinky again. Like I love yeah, pink. Cute. I'm like when girls are like, I don't like pink. I'm so chill. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm not chill. Like I love pink. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want it to be like mid century vibes, like a podcast studio office, and so it's in my backyard. It'll be just like a fun place. But I also want it to be a place where my friends can always crash if they need like yeah. a place to stay. Um, but I'm really excited about it. I got two pink velvet chairs for it, definitely. I found them on sale. Like, Cute. Facebook Marketplace is the best <laughs> thing ever. I um, love but that. other than that, I, I mean, I'm working on my next two books, and so that's really exciting. I finished my third book, but it won't be out till August next year. And so it's a while from now, but, like, it's just a long process. But I'm really excited about it because I think it's the most, like, it was really challenging scripture-wise for me, but, like, yeah. it was so good for me along the way oh we're excited about it too I mean I feel like I, I don't know what how much you're telling but we got a little sneak peek and I yes. was like can't wait it's, it's gonna be so, so good, good. Also, I'm glad you let us know you're writing a book there's something like you know when it's coming out in August but you're writing it now you're probably like does anybody think like I'm doing anything with my life right now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love telling people like we are writing there's something <laughs> happening <laughs> yeah and they're like so what do you do every day and I'm like um well like I do I still need Annie, I saw that, but I'm still writing every yeah. day. It's not like yes. I just write one day yeah. and like get it out. It's like 
harder than you think. And yeah, so, yeah, it is. It is a. I always I, there needs to be like a writers um like community. Group. Yeah, community. Like we need like writers anonymous where we can like vent yes. about how hard it is and how like also lonely. Yeah, ABD yes. gets me bad during my writing. Yeah. <laughs> so it, just like a group where you're like, okay, I, you can do it. Don't yeah. give up. You're like, I'm yeah. you. We like, need to cheer each other on. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. Oh, so good. Okay, Graceful. We are so, so thankful that we got to do this. This is too much fun and it just felt like just fun hanging. All Such the a word of encouragement for all the listeners. So pumped. Your story is incredibly powerful. Yes. So I can't wait for everybody to yeah. follow along. Same with y'all. Your handle, it's the Grace Valen, the Valentine, the Grace Valentine. Yes. Yes, Sorry, that's my actual last that. name too. I think some people don't think it's my real last name, so yeah. like, it is my last name. That's not, amazing. That's so good. Yeah, that's cute. such a cute name. I All know. right, we All gotta right. wrap this thing up. We love you. Okay, so y'all fun are talking. so fun. <laughs> Thanks for being everybody's honorary best friends. I can tell it's very much y'all's vibes. So, oh. they're the best. We'll see you soon. <laughs>